I don't like emotional disruptions. I don't like feeling like I'm emotionally out of control. But the truth is there are situations in life that are going to be presented to us and we have no choice but to figure it out emotionally. We're in it and we have to be the navigators through it. So today I want to talk to you about emotional disruptions and self-discovery from a personal perspective. I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. Over the past few weeks, I've noticed myself going over some of the things that I've said or written to inspire other women because I was going through my own emotionally disruptive time. And I thought to myself, like, what would I say to another woman that was going through the same thing? So I went back and read over some of my blog posts and looked back over some of the things that I've I've said over the years. And what I found to be true is that I'm guilty. I'm guilty of knowing better and not always doing better. Have you ever been in that place where you have the skills, you have the information, you have the knowledge, but when you're in the midst of a situation, that stuff goes out the window. You don't remember it. It doesn't resonate with you. And that's because sometimes you can't coach or counsel yourself. Sometimes you really do need an outside perspective and a supportive individual or community of individuals that can lead you in the direction that you may already know that you need to go, but you can't see it because you're clouded by the emotions of a thing. So as I was going over, you know, some of my notes and some of this information, that was one of the things that I noticed. I said, you know what, Alicia, you can't always coach or counsel yourself out of an emotionally disruptive time. And that's okay. So that's just a side note. I wasn't even really meaning to say that, but it popped in my head just now. But the good news is I didn't stop at feeling guilty. I used it to move me forward toward a greater understanding of myself because I'm complicated and that's okay. I'm multifaceted and that's beautiful. But the question is, what must we do when we're experiencing an emotional disruption? And the key for me is self-discovery. I have to see the situation as an opportunity for me to get to know me better and ask a few questions to really get to the meat and potatoes of that understanding. As I explored my thoughts and emotions, I recognized some pieces of my younger unhealed self still lingering. And it's interesting how the things that you have worked through still linger with you. I thought this stuff was old news, healed and outdated, but that's not so. They just take on a different form to help me grow and know how far I've come. By taking the time to see me more clearly, I realize that my emotions are my fuel. They have power. They have purpose. That's the self-discovery. It's taking a magnifying glass and looking at the emotion and saying, What does this thing that lives inside of me, that's creating the sensation and these feelings, what does it mean? My emotions allow me the opportunity to understand a situation more clearly and how it's impacting me. 
My emotional disruptions give me clues about how far I've grown as I manage how I feel in healthy or unhealthy ways. Because even if I don't do something well, that's still an opportunity for me to grow. It's an opportunity for me to say what's going on with me and what's going on with the way that I'm managing this situation. If I'm dropping the ball on it, what does that mean? That means I need support. I need someone outside of myself to help to coach or counsel me to do this thing better. And that's okay. It's okay to need an external resource to help you to stand firm within your growth. What I understand is that the process of healing from emotional disruptions and past issues or trauma still leave scars. They leave behind reminders of what I've grown through. It gives me reasons to celebrate the scars because scars hold the wisdom of my healing and the wound has healed. But the memories and the lessons remain. So when emotional disruptions pay me a visit, I've learned to ask myself a few questions to keep me in the healed mode, to keep me in the growth mode. And over the past couple of weeks, I've asked myself, why is this thought or feeling here? And through that question, I have to explore that with my healed and restored mind and emotions. I have to work to understand the meaning and the underlying need when I allow an unproductive thought, behavior, or feeling permission to enter. And by looking at the thought or emotion as a guide versus an enemy, I experience it differently. I don't run from it. I allow it to be here for me as a guide. And through self-reflection, I listen and I learn from myself. I notice the stress. I embrace the sadness. I honor the anger because I own all sides of me. I commit to growing from my fertile mental soil while nurturing the cracked and parched parts of me back to health because I believe that my feelings show up to alert me to danger, to move me in a different direction and encourage me to honor the boundaries of my mind, body, and spirit. And that question, why is this thought or feeling here? It's a guide for me to get to the bottom of the need. And the next question I asked, what is this emotional disruption guiding me to do more or less of? My mental and emotional space is a light tower. It is my guide toward or away from something. If I'm having a difficult time mentally or emotionally, my feelings often guide me toward connecting with others and away from disruptors. It guides me toward taking better care of my mind, limiting distractions, limiting the stressors of life. And I know this because I know me and I listen because I know the consequences of ignoring the signs. In order to feel adequately equipped to empower women to lead and succeed in life, career, and relationships, I have to embrace, learn, and grow in wisdom myself. I have to allow the journey of life to build me up even in the midst of occasional breakdowns. I have to be secure in sharing and embracing my flaws just as confidently as I share my success. Growth opportunities don't always come in the packages we want. 
but the gift is in knowing how we are affected and paying attention to where we are being directed. Wherever you are in your life journey today, look, listen, learn, and lead yourself toward and away from things and people accordingly. Because even during emotional disturbances, we can still become more of who we were designed to be. And that, that occurs through self-discovery. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in the conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To read the blog version of this conversation, go to my website at livelikeher.com and check it out. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at livelikeher2 and on Facebook at livelikeher. Join me again next week for another conversation about who we are, who we want to be, and how to become her.